You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Spring training is upon us. Officially, pitchers and catchers are reporting to spring training as we speak. I am Allison Futter, and I'm here to talk about the Braves with Mark Bowman, who is scurrying his way to Central Florida right now. Um, Mark, I guess to, to break it down to maybe the most intriguing part of uh, position battles and what we might be on the lookout for with the Braves. Obviously, we know that everything is sort of up in the air this year and things will settle in as we go along, but you, you seem to think like that maybe the starting rotation is probably um, maybe the weakest link and the most intriguing as, as the Braves enter spring training. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, you know, you, there's so many different elements to this rotation that are, that are intriguing. You, you look at Julio Tehran a couple of years ago and you know, I don't think anyone's ever labeled him a legitimate number one top or, you know, legitimate ace. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever put him on that kind of pedestal. But at the same time, what you saw out of him in 2013 and 14, you saw his career projecting in a, in a much uh, different elevated path than it's been uh, the direction it took last year. So how does he bounce back? You know, here's a guy that, you know, you went ahead and said you'd rather keep him around than Alex Wood. And I understand that. You know, there's some. Some questions about Alex Wood's durability with his delivery, that kind of stuff. But, but Julio Teron was a guy you said, hey, this is a pitcher uh, that we're going to keep around to, to create some continuity as we bring up some of these kids, these kids that they've acquired over the last year, the Sean Newcombs, the um, Aaron Blairs, then bring up Lucas Sims, those kind of guys. We're going to see those guys at some point this year. Uh, we're not going to see them coming out of camp. There's really not any reason. To, you know, you don't want to – Force their development at the same time. You don't want to start their clocks too early, you know, during a season where you're you're probably not going to win anyhow. So, but it it really is going to be fun to to take a look and see these guys pitch against big league competition and great fruit league games. Newcomb and and Aaron Blair. Aaron Blair is, is not too far away. In, in fact, I'm sure that I'm going to be writing stories where, you know, at some point in time, where it's a coach, a, another player, a scout, someone's going to say, you know, this guy can pitch in the big leagues right now. Um, Terrell Jenkins, the same thing. So there are going to be so many different storylines there within that rotation. And then another guy that, that, you know, he's certainly not a forgotten figure, and, and his his intrigue goes beyond the fact that he was sidelined with a blood clot last year, Mike Poltonevich. You know, the question is, is still remains, is, is he a starter or is he a reliever? He's a few weeks behind now because of that blood, blood clot with the uh, his throwing program, so we won't get to see maybe as much of him as we thought we would in spring training, but still, that storyline's there. There's so many different storylines within that rotation. I really think that that is going to uh, probably be the most intriguing element of the club. While, while people will be looking at Dansby Swanson and, and Albies, uh, the, the middle infield of the future, uh, it'll be fun to see them play. I think most the most intriguing element will be that rotation. Yeah, and also you mentioned um, in a recent story you wrote some of the just the Braves getting a feel for some of the other starters that they already have uh, been introduced to and have seen you know a, a certain body of their work. I mean, you mentioned um, Mike fulton but there's other guys that have they've they have had some experience um, in the big leagues, but maybe still have some things to prove. Weber, uh, Perez, what what do you think about those guys? Yeah, I mean it's you know let's look at what. Perez, Williams Perez, I think he, he caught John Hart's eye in spring training last year, a guy that he'd had some success the year before. I believe he had gotten to Mississippi 
Uh, didn't he's never been considered a prospect, but he caught John Hart's eye. You know, he started talking about it in spring training, and they bring him up there. I believe that was late May. He has instant success. Um, can, you, you know, guys are putting ball in play. There's guys on base all the time, but he's not. You know, he's just getting out of jam after jam, and you're saying, "All right, when's his luck going to run out?" Well, his luck really only ran out after he got hit with a line drive in the foot. So, um, you know, is this guy, after he came back, he struggled a little bit. Is this guy one of those guys that is capable of putting guys on base and getting out of jams because he can induce ground balls with, with regularity? Um, as you mentioned, uh, Ryan Weber, a guy came up in September. He really wasn't even a starter full-time at Gwinnett until late August, you know, but, but he had some success in September. But you hear it time and time again, do not put too much stock in, in you know, events that occur during September. But at the same time, he certainly has earned a, a chance to, to at least get a look. Um, and another guy, Manny Banuelos, we saw him have, have some success. But at the same time, we're, we also know that that elbow has been a concern. You know, going back to 2011 or 2012 when it started bothering him when he was with the Yankees. So, um, you know, there's some – these guys have all gotten their – their feet wet at the big league level. They know what it's like, and I, and I think they're going to hold some of those final places in the rotation until the Aaron Blairs and the Sean Newcombs and uh, Lucas Sims, Chris Ellis. Those guys, those guys are going to get a little bit more development. But in the meantime, um, you know these other guys that got a taste last year are going to get another taste this year. So it looks like unless something completely disastrous happens in spring training, then there's three spots, Tehran, Bud North, Matt Whistler, that will have three spots in the rotation, and then it'll come down to like the last two to join to one, some of these guys that we talked about. Is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's very accurate. I think that, uh, you know, you, yeah, that's, a, that's the other thing. I don't know if that's – it's a credit to Matt Whistler the way he ended the season to – to provide reason for me to be confident that he's going to lock up that third spot. And it's also kind of a telling about what, what they have to work with that, that you pretty much guarantee him a spot because the first week of September last year, he was struggling so much that they put him in the bullpen for a game. So, um, you know, you know, like I said, to his credit, he battled back, got himself right and uh, finished the season strong. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about spring training and covering spring training from a reporter standpoint. Um, and I, ha- I chuckle a little bit because you and I, for many years, uh, covered spring training in the same part of Florida because I covered the Astros, so our <laughs> has a cross here and there. And you know how much I uh, really, truly enjoyed the uh, central part of Florida this time of year. But um, <laughs> you always seem to enjoy it a little bit more than I ever did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, just, I mean, I, I always found that, like, the most important thing about getting to spring training is just staying on a routine. The days start so, so early in the morning, and it goes all day, very, very long work days. How do you prepare for a day? Because you, you have to provide content, a lot of content on a daily basis. Do you, are you thinking ahead, a days, weeks ahead, or do you go by what the news is? Like, give the, give the listeners some insight as to how spring training gets covered. Well, you you know, you and I have done it for so long, so I kind of got to give you my pre-35 years old and then my post-35 years old. So pre-35, <laughs> exactly. I think it was, hey, let's take away some of the pain late at night and, and then deal with, you know, <laughs> you know. anyhow. You know, there, there certainly aren't, you know, when you were younger, you, you, you stayed out late and you just said, oh, this is spring training and who cares, you're going to get up and you're going to get your work done. You had all that energy. So, But, but these days you go to bed early. 
Um, I, I, you know, and I know that that you did that a lot. That, one of my favorite spring training stories is that that day that uh, Saturday night, I think O'Brien and I and somebody else a long time ago, and you and I had the rooms next to each other at that hotel. Yeah. And we came back to get the to watch the boxing match, whether it's on Showtime or HBO or whatever that, and uh, and you know, sitting there drinking beer and talking and, and everyone was making noise and I kept saying, be quiet, Allison's trying to sleep because you were always <laughs> smarter. You always went to bed long before everyone else. So. But, I did, uh, yes. I would go to bed at like 9.30 though. I was a crazy person because I'd be up at 5. But, yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so so certainly, um, yeah, in, our, in your later years, not that you're like, you know, in your later years, but certainly yeah. you have to pace yourself a little bit because after spring training is over and you cover the better part of 44 days, straight with a couple days off here and there you go home to opening day and so things are just getting started um and 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 you have to stay organized in your head right because you're just churning out no doubt every single day no doubt and 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 it's it's constant throughout you know you know the the, especially with social media i mean and uh you know there's so many different elements but yes there's always something going on um and, and that is part of your job it's not just supplying the the two or three stories of print. I mean, it's communicating over social media, uh, delivering video both to the, you know, to BAM's offices to, to put on the website, but also, you know, Twitter feeds, Facebook, this and that. It's it's constant, and at the same time, there is interest that extends. I think the interest, you know, as long as BAM has been along, uh, been around, as long as MLB.com, we've been doing this. I'm not the prospect. Uh, element has always been there i'm not trying to act like that's anything new but but maybe the, the scope of that interest is has broadened so at the same time there's always something to go to the backfields and find this and that and, and there's there's uh you know there's always constant stories out there not only about the prospects but again about the scouts that have have uh found these guys that they come in town for a day or two the alumni that come in it, spring training is just a great time to gather information, you know, you're there to, to get a sense of what the rest of that season's going to bring. But at the same time, um, you know, to, to tell the story of, of how that season's going to evolve, it's best to get a sense of where everyone's coming from. And, and I think that's really what, from a reporter standpoint, that's your opportunity to not only get to, to know the players, but to get to know how they got there, you know, whether that's through talking to the general managers, the scouts, the coaches, uh, just get a sense for for who these people are, because at the end of the day, you know, yes, we're telling a story, but we to, to tell that story right and in a proper manner, you better be able to tell something that 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 viewer has not been able to see with his own eyes, whether he was he or she was at the game or watching on t- television. Absolutely. Well, I wish you the best of luck because uh, it is a long, long stretch of time, especially to be right next to Disney World, but you do it like a pro. So thank you, Mark, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Thanks a lot. All right. That sounds good. Thank you. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.